Coming to the end of their formation lab, uh, just to let you know, all cars using the medium compound this weekend. Uh, selected rounds, we've had the option tyre, but that is uh, not in operation for the rest of the year now. So it's at medium tyres all round. And just a quick recap of who carries weight for this first race of the weekend. Of course, it's championship weight. So Gordon Shedden carries 21 uh, kilos from pole position. It's 27 kilos for Rory Butcher, fourth on the grid. Uh, Senan Proctor has 21 kilos from fifth place. Uh, Colin Turkington with 48 kilos sixth on the grid nine kilos for Dan Robottom in seventh place at 75 kilos for the infinity of championship leader Ash Sutton 39 kilos for Josh Cook down in 10th place 12th place for Tom Ingram is 66 kilos uh, 24 Jake Hill in 13th place has 57 kilos and Aidan Moffat down in 21st place carries 33 kilos depending on where they finish in race number one that could change for race number two the top 10 of course carry uh, from the championship and then from the weekend it's race after race so we are good to go round 25 of the quick fit british touring car championship the cars now taking their place on the grid lots to play out in the first race of the weekend but which way is it gonna go we have got 16 laps to look forward to gordon shedden back towards the front of the grid looking for his 50th race win in his BTCC career. is on 48 at the minute. If it goes to plan this weekend, he could get that. And as Alan spoke to Jason Plato, he's looking for the big 100. He's currently on 97. So some big milestones ahead of some of these drivers. But for now, we're looking to see who can take the first win of the weekend with the final few cars now in place. The green flag is waved from the back of the grid. The five-second board is held aloft, which means the revs start to rise here at Donington Park. Round 25 gets underway now, and it's a good start from Gordon Shannon, but a better start from Dan Lloyd alongside. He's going to quickly get himself behind as they work their way down toward Redgate for the first time. And Jason Plato has managed to get behind his teammate into third place as well, but Rory Butcher, watch out for him after his two wins at Silverstone, tries to go right around the outside at Redgate Corner on this first lap, but he can't quite get the job done on Jason Plato, but they'll drag each other down through Hollywood for the first time and they're going to be still side by side for the Craner curves. Rory Butcher has the inside line and Plato is going to be ousted slightly wide there. Butcher in the Toyota Corolla will go through surely or Plato is going to be very robust to try and stick it into the inside which he doesn't quite do so Butcher goes through to third place. Cook is in the mix as well so watch out to see what Cook can do and also Proctor who now gets alongside Jason Plato up towards McLean's for the first time. In fact he gets ahead of Plato in the number 11 car so Proctor gets a great start. Butcher gets a great start and Plato all of a sudden finds himself down in 
fifth position with on the tail of them at the minute the car of what's going to be Colin Turkington. So Colin's not made any progress, but the number two machine is right there as it stands. We've got to keep an eye on Tom Ingram and, of course, Jake Hill, those who are in the championship hunt, but behind that championship rival, Ash Sutton. They started outside the top ten. We'll see how much progress they can make through this race. But, of course, they are carrying uh, con some considerable weight within those cars as well. So shedding through, he heads Lloyd as they work their way down towards Redgate Corner. It's three tenths of a second between the top two. Butcher then in third place. He's just over six tenths back from the top two as it stands. And further back from that, we've got a great battle going on between Colin Turkington, uh, Dan Rowbottom, and also Chris Smiley. It's three as one as they work their way through Redgate now for the second time of asking. Good to see that everyone safely made it through that first lap. So the uh, doctor's car makes its way into the pit lane and a move down at the old hairpin there. That's Smiley through on Dan Rowbottom. He then runs wide on the exit of the corner. He's going to get a little push here with Dan Rowbottom from uh, Josh Cook in car number 66. So the two Hondas uh, from different stables working together, but both of them are going to go through on Smiley. And so is Ash Sutton, the championship leader, squeezes his way through. Very optimistic and opportunist as always. And Sutton goes through and gains a place, which is more than his rivals do at the minute so Sutton goes up the order now higher with inside the top 10 that puts him as we said ahead of the man who's just lost out there which is Chris Smiley so just as you try and make a move you can be very unlucky to lose three or four places that's how close this touring car field is as it stands but the leader comes back through Shedden still leads ahead of Dan Lloyd the gap between those two has come down even more not by a huge amount but it's still three tenths but it's to the lower rungs now of the uh, three tenths as they head down towards Redgate Corner uh, Rory Butcher in car number six is still third fourth place for a good start there for number 18 which is Senna Proctor Slight gap back to number 11, Jason Plato, in fifth position. So uh, initially losing those two places, but now has kind of uh, settled himself down inside the top five. Colin Turkington in car number two is in sixth place. Then you see the next of the uh, Team Halfords with Cataclean Hondas, which is Dan Rowbottom, car number 32 in seventh place. Oh, and it gets Argy Bargy further back because Adam Morgan's off the road and a big hit into the barriers. And Jake Hill's been involved as well. He's the one who made slight contact with the BMW. So one of the championship uh, contenders is in drama already in this first race of the day and it's Morgan off after uh, taking a win at Thruxton earlier in the season and that's going to mean the safety car is going to be deployed onto the circuit so as a Morgan off heavily at the old hairpin everyone now comes under the uh, influence of the safety car but Jake Hill that's what we said you need a good qualifying to stay out of the mid-pack because if you find yourself in the mid-pack you can be involved in quite a few dramas and it's exactly what's happened for number 24 so Morgan will not be happy about that at all there's I think damage to the front and to the rear more significant damage to the uh, rear of that car and there's a lot of work to be done to the uh, tyre barrier down there as well. So if you're watching around the circuit, if you're there at the scene, you'll see what have happened. But if you're watching the big screens, uh, you'll have a replay very shortly of how Adam Morgan ended up in the tyre barriers. And we saw Jake Hill involved. And I think Alan is going to be coming your way. He is. Into pit lane comes Jake Hill. It's not been the best of weekends so far. He was slightly perplexed that he didn't manage to get into the top 10 shootout yesterday he's carrying weight on board of course but he pulls left now comes into for the car to be looked at by the team but um, I'm, I'm not sure about that car what a shame we're just getting the replay now and it's very unlucky he was involved with his teammate and it's where uh, Ollie Jackson came back onto the circuit <laughs> into Adam Morgan quickly turned around the car it so they've had a look over the car made sure it's okay and uh, green light at end of pit lane so that means that Jake can rejoin 
So he's back out, still on the lead lap. He'll get back into this race on the tail of the safety car, which is good news. But yeah, just looking at that replay, Ollie Jackson was out wide at the old hairpin, came back on where Adam Morgan was. Adam Morgan then forced into Jake Hill, which is where the contact came from. So I think it's just an uh, innocent place to be for Jake there and just caught up in uh, something else that was going on. So not good news at all, but good news that he's back out there. So hopefully not too much damage to that car. We can see a little bit of a scuff on the left front as he works his way down through the old hairpin, but he's caught back up with the train, which is good. So he'll be on the back. Uh, but with this weight on board, this is really what's put pay uh, to some of his weekends. The weight that that uh, Ford Focus has had to carry just hasn't really felt that well, has it? So uh, he, he, I think, admitted that yesterday with, uh, with Alan after qualifying. Uh, Tom Ingram was another one who said, yeah, we didn't really expect to be inside the top 10 and we just have to take what we can from this first race and look towards later on in the weekend. But... Uh, Glad to say that Adam Morgan is out of the car. Absolutely okay. Good to see him walking away, but he'll be very disappointed with how race one has ended for, for Adam Morgan and the uh, Sicily Motorsport with Car Gods. They're going to have some work to do before race number two, which comes after lunch today. But uh, Adam Morgan there with... It always looks worse than it is, I think, with the damage to the car because uh, the impact is taken by the tyres, but it does kind of rip things off the car. So hopefully just bodywork damage rather than structural damage but Adam Morgan is the uh, first man out of this race so he will take no further part we're left with 28 and as it currently runs it's number 52 Gordon Shedden who does lead so he will be the man to get us back underway when the restart comes uh, after the safety car second place for number one two three so Dan Lloyd good start has been putting that pressure on the back of Gordon Shedden so far and has been very very close indeed so he's really kept that car up there in the hands of Dan and the uh, Vauxhall Astra with Paramax Racing squad Third place for number six. Good start for Rory Butcher. Currently sits within the podium places for the Toyota Corolla with Gazoo. And then fourth place for number 18 is Senna Proxa, the Honda Racing uh, with the BTC Racing. They are there in fourth position. Just behind uh, them is number 11, which is Jason Plato. He's the one, of course, who lost out initially at that start. But as we said, he's kind of sat there quite pretty, just keeping at bay Colin Turkington, who's in sixth place, uh, car number two with uh, team BMW. And then behind that, seventh place, number 32, is Dan Robottom. Eighth place, number 66, is Josh Cook. Uh, Sutton, although he was making moves, he's still in ninth place, so where he qualified, but he made that uh, place back up on Chris Smiley. So Sutton for ninth, and 10th place for number 22 is Chris Smiley, as it stands. Safety car still leads the pack round the top of the circuit, so through Coppice they currently go. Still got some work being done at the old hairpin, and no notification as of yet that the safety car will be into the pit lane on this occasion. So the lights remain on top of the Porsche, which comes back round uh, for another lap. And of course, if you're used to touring car racing, you know that we add on uh, a maximum of three laps under safety car. So if we get three laps behind uh, safety car, they get added on to the race distance. If we get any more, uh, then of course they count towards the race duration itself. So up to a maximum of three. So that would extend the race duration now to 19 laps. I think we'll get all three behind uh, the safety car with still uh, the work happening with the uh, recovery of Adam Morgan at the old hairpin. But this is just a chance for all the drivers now just to uh, have a little refocus and see what they need to do for the second part of this race. It was uh, a fraught first part, as always. and wouldn't expect anything uh, too less, really. But now they can uh, think about what they need to do and go all guns blazing uh, towards the end of this one. But we have now got confirmation that the safety car uh, will be in at the end of this lap. So standing by is everyone. The field will then start to compress once more. The safety car driver will switch those lights off uh, 
as they head on towards the uh, back straight. And Scott Stringfellow with uh, Kieran Simmons uh, alongside him as the observer. They are doing a grand job, as always, in the safety car this weekend here at Donington Park. So they take them now up towards McLean's and Coppice. But it's Shedden, as we said, who's going to lead them round. It's all about when he goes. Does he leave it till the last possible minute? Does he go early down uh, through the back straight? We've seen a few different things uh, this weekend in terms of other races. Uh, so let's see what he does do. But still very much weaving that car around, making sure there's uh, temperature in those tyres. Very warm day ambient and, of course, on the track as well. So they won't have to work as hard. Uh, compared to what they normally do at this time of the year. But uh, Shedden's already gone by the looks of it, so he's floored it uh, halfway down the back straight, and away he goes. Dan's gone with him in second place. Uh, Roy Butch has been slightly caught out there, but as they all Constantine are back together in towards the Robert Chicane, they should be in one long line and fairly close together as they cross the line to get back underway with racing. The green flag goes once again, and it's now going to be a 19-lap race with 13 still to go as they work their way in towards Redgate Corner. Uh, someone looking quite racing there is Dan Robottom to the inside of Colin Turkington. That's very, very close indeed. There's a bit of contact between the two of them, and Turkington's going to run out slightly wide. There's still a bit of contact on the exit of the corner, but Turkington finds that BMW back in front. So Robottom uh, thought about the move. He got halfway alongside, but then backed out of it. But Robottom, with less weight on board than Turkington, is definitely looking to get through uh, sooner rather than later because right there with them now is number 66, which is Josh Cook. So Josh now gets a good run uh, through the left-hander at Starkey's. Almost draws alongside, but gets on the grass uh, through Schwantz curve. There's still rubbing between them, and I think there's possibly a puncher for Dan Robottom because he gets very squirrely in towards McLean's corner. He runs out wide, and I think there is a puncher for Team Halfords with Cataclean and Dan Robottom. So one car in the lead of the race, the other one with now damage to the right rear. So after that move he tried to make on Colin Turkington, it hasn't come to anything uh, too good for Dan Robottom. He's still plugging on, so he might not have a puncher, but... The way that car was handling and kind of running wide, it definitely had the impression that it may have had some sort of problem on it. But we'll see if he dives uh, for the pit lane on this occasion as he works his way through the chicane. He's going to continue, so he feels the car is okay, but uh, it might have been a good opportunity to come in as he slots down the order now to 13th position. Everyone now starting to build up behind him and making a move in towards the first corner, further back there. Uh, that was one of the Cooperers as they work their way through Redgate. That is the car of Aaron Taylor-Smith on Jade Edwards. They get quite close together as well as they head down through Hollywood. They've got Tom Chilton just off the back as well. So after his teammate is now out of the race, it's uh, Tom Chilton trying to make the moves uh, for that solo car, which remains within this first race of the day for the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. And a replay of what happened with Robottom and Kirk on the big screens. There was rubbing a few times and they did kind of interlock just before they got to McLean's but yeah whether he just couldn't handle the car through the corner and ran out wide but Robottom there was on the dirty track and just couldn't get it back online there and once you do that it takes a lot longer uh, to clear the tyres and get them back to where they need to be so Robottom's dropped down as we said Everyone else seems to be in the same sort of order inside the top six at least. Colin Turkington, after uh, being under pressure, has now kind of shaken that off. He's now got, though, uh, the championship leader behind him. Ash Sutton is a second or so adrift at the minute, but uh, Sutton is making inroads and has just gone and done the quickest lap of the race. So Sutton, on a 109.821, was just fractionally quicker than Turkington, but he is now heading in the right direction to close that gap down. So watch out for number one. As we said, whatever you throw at Sutton, he is very consistent and whatever weight you put on that car, it seems to work for the Infinity. They are very good at making sure they know how to set that car up, whether it be 9 kilos or 75 kilos, uh, that car has the pace uh, to live 
with the front runners and he's showing that form once again is uh, Ash Sutton and I think after yesterday in the, the qualifying session that we heard from Tom and Jake that the front wheel drive cars just don't handle the weight too well but the uh, the rear wheel drive cars do handle it a lot better so that's the the form that they've gone with and Sutton with a rear wheel drive car is definitely now closing down on Colin Turkington so keep an eye on that as we said the gap was just shy of a second last time through so we are getting those two closer together very much closer for the top two as well because last time round there was just under half a second between Gordon Shedden in number 52 and Dan Lloyd in one, two, three. This time round it's three tenths of a second. So Dan Lloyd has done a better lap time. He closes the gap and he gets ever closer to the back of the uh, Halfords Honda as they turn through Redcate now for the tenth time of asking. New quickest lap of the race. Once again, no surprise, Ash Sutton with maximum weight on board. He's just done a 109.712. And you think, how is he doing that with maximum weight? But I think the the key point here is he's got clear air. So he's doing that with some clear air ahead of him. And uh, it's really being helped by a bit of a slipstream of Colin Turkington as well. So uh, Ash Sutton even quicker. A gap now between him and Colin Turkington is eight tenths of a second. So that is a little bit worrying for Turkington. He'll, he'll know that information from the radio uh, and possibly from the, the pit boards as well. But uh, we don't really get pit boards these days. It's more done via uh, team radio. So uh, Colin Turkington will be uh, kept up to date with what the gap will be to his main championship rival is his teammate, Stephen Jelly, uh, sends one down the inside of Sam Osborne, which is not quite going to come off, I don't think, because he then runs wide. Then Sutton's teammate, Moffat, is in the mix as well. So it's three together for what's going to be a position change over uh, 12th place by the looks of it. And who's going to have it? It's going to be, oh, it's going to be close. But uh, Jelly sent through the gravel trap. So Osborne's going to get the place away. So is Moffat. And Jelly's going to lose two, maybe three places because Robottom's uh, back on the charge as well. So Robottom goes through. Oliphant, his teammate, might get into the mix as well. So Jelly's under attack now from teammate Tom Oliphant down the inside line. So just like that, with a bit of contact between him and Sam Osborne, uh, Jelly goes from what was 12th place now down into potentially uh, 16th position. So not good news for Stephen Jelly, who recently, uh, last weekend, completed the London Marathon. So uh, not a weekend rest for uh, Stephen Jelly. Uh, maybe harder than racing a, a car, I'd say. In under three hours as well. R- was it really? That's, yeah, that's impressive. impressive yeah. he's, a, he's a keen athlete, is uh, Stephen Jelly. And... That's no real surprise with the way he races uh, as well. And uh, Stephen Jelly, as I said, a little bit probably upset with that move, losing four places. But he's still got time to recover those with what's going to be at the end of this lap, eight laps to go with Gordon Shedden still your race leader. Uh, Dan Lloyd still three tenths back. So it hasn't changed that much between the two of them. And they're about to come through to complete another lap on this occasion. There's a bit of a gap back from second to third. So uh, Lloyd won't be too worried about Butcher. He'll be then able to uh, put more pressure and focus on the race leader. Gordon Shedden and in terms of the weight of course Gordon Shedden doesn't carry that much but he does carry more than Dan Lloyd so 21 kilos for Gordon Shedden uh, could just start to tell between now and the end of the race we'll have to manage those tyres a little bit better than Dan Lloyd would have to do on that uh, Vauxhall Astra but uh, for now Gordon Shedden is up front leading the race and has that lead by uh, an extended margin now to four tenths between the two of them Meantime, uh, Lloyd's teammate, Plato, is now well and truly under pressure once again because none other than Colin Turkington, uh, four-time BTCC champion, uh, number two, is working his way ever closer to Plato. He needs to do this because he can see behind him uh, two-time champion and uh, the last year's champion as well, Ash Sutton, uh, this year's championship leader, right there with them. So Kurt Turkington gets that uh, rear-wheel drive BMW 
turned really nicely through Coppice Corner. He gets the apex sorted. He gets alongside Jason Plato. And Turkington now will progress himself up inside the top five. So lovely move there. And as I said, he needed to do that fairly quickly because Sutton was catching hand over fist. And now Sutton might have a go at getting past Jason Plato as well. So down towards Redgate they go. Not quite close enough, I don't think, to make a move. Although Sutton is mega late on the breaks. But uh, doesn't quite manage to close that gap down to, to making a move. So Sutton will have a look at this lap, see where Plato is a little bit weaker and maybe on the next lap try and uh, an assault and attack in a nice way on the number 11 machine, the 97-time BTCC race winner looking for his 100th race victory. Don't think it's going to come in this one. Uh, so if he doesn't get it in this one, it's not going to come this weekend. He might save it till the last round of the year at the Brands Hatch Grand Prix circuit where again, uh, Jason Plato has always fared fairly well. So we'll see what comes for him there. But at the minute, he's got the small matter of this race and two more uh, still to go. But he's holding on. He's inside the top 10, which is good. So that's valuable points uh, for the team. And again, it's all about supporting the team and his teammate, which is doing uh, a tremendous job. Dan Lloyd got himself onto the podium uh, last time at uh, Silverstone for the first time this year. He got third place in race number one, and he followed that up with a second place in race number three with the Independence win as well. So Dan Lloyd, can he go one better at Donington Park? At the minute, he's just off the uh, fringes of Gordon Shedden, who continues to extend that margin. Now we're up to uh, just over six tenths of a second between first and second with six laps now remaining. Number six, Rory Butcher, is looking good for a podium. He is about half a second up the road from number 18, which is still Senn and Proctor. Uh, Colin Turkington, after making that move, now goes to fifth place in car number two. And then Plato, number 11, ahead of Sutton in number one, sixth and seventh places uh, they do currently run. And not too far adrift, actually, here is number 66, Josh Cook. So keep an eye on Josh. He carries a fair bit of weight as well, 39 kilos on that BTC Racing Honda. But uh, Josh is there. Uh, again, would want to finish ahead of Sutton in terms of closing down the, the points in the championship. But for now, he just needs to see what unfolds through the rest of this race. And then behind Cook, we've got uh, Chris Smiley in car number 22. And Ollie Jackson inside the top 10, which is uh, good to see for the Ford Focus. So car number 48 rounds out the top 10 on this, the 14th lap of the race. Bit of an update on Jake Hill. I can tell you, after his uh, pit stop and rejoining at the back of the safety car train, he's now up into 20th place. So this is pretty much where he finished at Silverstone race number one. But uh, from race two and race three at Silverstone, things got a lot better for Jake. So he'll be kind of putting all his hopes on the, the rest of the day. He finished 21st in race one at Silverstone. So he's one better off at the minute as he comes through the Robert Chicane and on towards the start finish line now he's just behind Tom Chilton so he's he's got a few cars ahead of him that he could make progress on there's a it's probably six or seven that he's trying to get through he makes a big lunge down the inside there on Tom Chilton but it doesn't quite come off so Jake Hill uh, stays behind for now his uh, teammates doing well in 10th place as we mentioned Ollie Jackson he's just on the uh, back now of Chris Smiley so there's only about uh, three or four tenths between those two then back up the road Ash Sutton uh, still not managed to find a way past Jason Plato so they work their way through McLean's corner on this 15th lap of the race all at the same time keeping it within track limits I hope because we haven't had too many warnings on the screen today so they're all behaving themselves uh, which they did in the second part of yesterday's qualifying because when it came to the uh, top 10 showdown uh, no one received any warnings so uh, when I think Alan spoke to Ash he just said yeah we've just all behaved I think it was Josh Cook said yeah we've all just behaved a little bit better uh, through the top 10 showdown which is yeah fair enough they've all learned that lesson so you don't be receiving any warnings or any penalties which none of them have done so far as the top 10 
head across the line. Shedden and Lloyd now separated by uh, an, uh, an even bigger margin. Not quite a second, but just under now. So uh, Lloyd's just starting to phase in the second part of this race. So has Gordon Shedden uh, got it under control or has Dan Lloyd got something special still under his sleeve for the uh, last few laps of this race? Well, time will tell on that one. Uh, back to Jake Hill. He's now past Tom Chilton, by the way. So he's inside the top 20 uh, a little bit more. So up to 19th place goes Jake Hill. He's then got, I think, Jade Edwards uh, next on his list. Yep, and also Aaron Taylor-Smith. So uh, they are the next two that he would like to get through. Of course, you need to be in the top 15 to score points within a touring car race. So if he wants to get there, he's going to have to try and find some pace to catch up with uh, Tom Oliphant, who is, again, not too far ahead. So it is achievable, but with weight on board, we know how much Jake Hill is struggling so far this weekend. It's when there's no weight on the car, he does really well. But uh, for now, 19th place, we'll see if he can muster up some more pace to try and get inside the top 15. Uh, meantime, we're looking at battle now between uh, Dan Robottom, Tom Oliphant and Stephen Jelly on the big screen. So that's for 14th, 15th and 16th. 16th places as O3 cars now make their way through the Robert Chicane on towards the start finish line and it's Rowbottom and that of Oliphant who find themselves in 14th and 15th places so the one who's missing out on points just as it stands is Stephen Jelly in car number 12 so he's trying to get past his teammate uh, both of them are going to try and get past Dan Rowbottom as they now make their way onto the 17th lap of the race of course this was extended to 19 laps so an extra three under the safety car so we've got uh, those added three laps that the drivers have to contend with as we look once again at Ash Sutton. He gets ever closer to Jason Plato. So this might now be his chance to move into sixth position. He's he's just sat there for a few laps, not as quick as I thought he'd try and get through, but he's, he's been patient and that's been the course of Ash Sutton's season so far. We've heard, we've heard multiple times that he's just become a more uh, kind of consistent sit a backer and just kind of watches and uh, waits his turns and plays things very patiently indeed but that's worked well because it has kept him in the championship lead for uh, a long period this year so far but now he's all about trying to get past Jason Plater as they go through there's two laps to go and what can Sutton uh, pull out the bag here well he's not quite close enough again down towards the first corner at Redgate so he won't have a chance of getting past there but let's see if he can carry the momentum from turn one all the way down through the Craner Curves uh, and in towards the old hairpin. So we'll wait for, for that to possibly unfold. A little bit of a lock-up there for Gordon Shedden in the race lead, but uh, for now, that's not going to do him too harm. He's too much harm. He's going to be still uh, a second or so up the road from Dan Lloyd. Uh, Jake Hill's now up the road ahead of Aaron Taylor-Smith, so he's now got into 17th place, but he's just going to be a little bit too short, I think, to get into the points because uh, Hill now needs to find uh, two and a half seconds uh, to be on the tail of the two BMWs, and with this lap... Uh, and one more to go. He's not quite going to achieve that, I don't think, but uh, he could do. He's got some good space at the minute. He's really shone well after coming back out of the pit lane, so he's going to be up uh, higher on the grid than where he'd probably expected after that uh, slight contact with Adam Morgan earlier on. But uh, for now, Gordon Shedden works his way across the line to start the last lap of this round 25 of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. And again, he's now taken that gap to over a second between himself and Dan Lloyd. So 1.5 seconds onto the last lap. But uh, Dan Lloyd, as we said, off the back of a, a second and a third at Silverstone, it's looking like uh, another podium is going to be on the cards here for the Adrian uh, Flux with Powermax Racing, Voxel Astra. His teammate, unfortunately, has dropped down uh, a few places from where he started, but uh, Dan Lloyd has managed to uh, cement himself very much in second place and not be under too much pressure uh, from Rory Butcher 
in that Toyota Corolla. He's got himself through to third place after starting on row two, albeit on the outside. But uh, Roy Butcher now looking for uh, another solid result. And for him, this will give him some crucial points as well to close down on Aidan Moffitt and Josh Cook, who both find themselves uh, behind him in the uh, race at the minute. So this is looking good for uh, Gordon Shedden. As we said, it's been a bit of a bit of a torrid season so far he's had five podiums to date but he's looking for his 50th race win he's not quite there but this will be number 49 gordon shedden comes through it's a win once again in the 2021 quick fit british touring car championship gordon shedden now gets his first of the year in terms of wins but he gets himself now with uh, another nice podium six in total for the season second goes away to dan lloyd his third uh, podium in uh, the space of two race weekends so he comes through just 1.3 seconds drift of gordon shedden Third place goes away of number six, which is Rory Butcher. And again, this is a solid, solid weekend, just like he had at Silverstone to start the uh, action here today on Sunday. Fourth place goes to number 18, which is Senan Proctor. Uh, fifth place then for number two, which is Colin Turkington. So he claws a few points back over his rival in the championship, which is Ash Sutton. Uh, he finishes down in seventh place. And then between him and Colin Turkington is the uh, veteran of the sport, number 11, Jason Plato. Uh, then behind the top eight in ninth place is number 66, which is Josh Cook. Uh, tenth place for number 48 is Ollie Jackson. Eleventh place for number 80 is that of Tom Ingram. So Ingram uh, didn't really kind of keep up to date with his progress but he only made up uh, one place from where he started so Ingram goes from 12th to 11th but the main point for Ingram now he goes from what was uh, 66 kilos to zero so that should be a very quick uh, Hyundai for the uh, second race later on uh, behind Ingram, he's still in the points, by the way, so he gets a few points for 11th place. 12th place for Sam Osborne in car number four. Uh, 13th place for number 16, Aidan Moffitt. 14th place then for number 32, Dan Robottom. And the final point, uh, final point in the end does go the way of Stephen Jelly. So he got ahead of his teammate, uh, Tom Oliphant, uh, right towards the end of that race. So Jelly gets the final point in 15th place, but it's Shedden, your winner, and the point for the fastest lap. So he, he gets one advantage, does Ash Sutton. He gets a 109.712. So he gets uh, the added point for fastest lap, but he does, I'm sure, keep that uh, nice margin over the likes of Ingram, Hill and Turkington in the championship. But uh, cracking race there for, for Shedden. Wasn't troubled too much. He had a little bit of pressure from Dan Loy, but he kept his call. Again, uh, a multiple touring car champion. He knows what he needs to do, and he does very well here at Donington Park because now for Gordon Shedden, that takes him on to nine victories at this circuit. So not just his first win of the year, but his ninth victory at Donington Park, and he'll be on his way through. Lights are flashing. He gets the applaud uh, from everyone around the circuit, so do give him a big cheer on his way into the pit lane, and he'll be picking up as much debris on those tyres as possible just to make sure he does get through the right height and the Toka technical area but Gordon Shedden very much a deserved winner of that he did the job yesterday in qualifying uh, to take pole position and he carries it through to race number one the tough thing now for Gordon Shedden he takes on 75 kilos so that car uh, goes from 21 to 75 that's a big difference isn't it 54 kilos added for race number two so he's going to have of course the starting position but he's going to have to work very hard to make sure he keeps all of those behind who now will have less weight on board than what he has. So Gordon Shedden comes in. He is your race winner. He'll be for the podium very shortly with Dan Lloyd and Rory Butcher. Going through the technical checks now is Gordon Shedden and Louise Goodman standing by with the 
ITV team down here at the entry end of pit lane to have a word with the top three drivers. Well, uh, Flash has already been through the technical checks now. So how many of the team have made it up? Barry Plowman, technical director, Matt Neal, uh, all here to welcome Flash back for the first time drawing up this year to the number one board. Let's not forget a triple champion in the BTCC. The lights are flashing, comes to a stop. Two fists in the air from within the car as the car comes to a stop. And any moment now, the engine will go off. Flash will get out of the car. And no doubt you will hear in the background quite a cheer from the team because that's uh, a relief. A couple of pats on the roof of the car and uh, Flash must have been wondering what he had to do this year. He's had speed. He's had speed throughout the year, but he needed the the win. And uh, you can be sure that uh, now he's had one, more will follow. It's always the way. His wife, Gillian, is standing by just in the background, smiling from ear to ear. But Matt Neal gets to congratulate his mate first of all, and then a hug with his wife as well. So flash poses for Jacob Ebery, our official photographer, and what a roll of results for Dan Lloyd. He pats the top of the car as well. Double thumbs up for Rob, our ITV cameraman down here in Park Fairmate. And over to Martin Broadhurst, first of all, the team manager of Powermax Racing, and then to the rest of the team. And yes, everybody. Oh, thank you, Lou. Thank you very much indeed. They are in a break, which means... Uh, so ITV are in a break, and that means I can step forward and speak to a very happy Gordon Shedden who wipes his face. And I'll say it now. Uh, he gets congratulated by Dan Lloyd, and I can say it now. What a relief. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Just, uh, you know, just great to see the smiles on, on the whole team. You know, it's a, it's a big boost, and like I said, we Never really kind of got the momentum going this year, but I mean, what a you know what a reward to you know it, make, it makes the, it makes the bad times feel a lot, a lot better for sure. Now the only thing is, obviously, as you well know, you're going to be a bit heavier. <laughs> yeah, but we won race one, didn't we? So we'll go. We did, that. and uh, you know, another two races to go. We'll focus on that, try and make it better, and uh, you know, try and keep it keep it moving on. Absolutely superb, Gordon. Many congratulations. Well done. Let me have a chat to Dan Lloyd as well. Here we go. This really is... Uh, Dan's having a chat to Martin Broadhurst. And, Dan, this role continues, doesn't it? Goodness me, great. Uh, talk about the start, first of all. Yeah, it was a mega start. And, um, you know, really clean and right up behind Gordon. And I really think it was a race of two halves. I really think I had the pace on him to start with. And then he certainly had the pace on me the second half. So, um, yeah, I really wanted to have a go at him. But just, just at the point in the half, half of the race, just after the safety car... I couldn't keep with him. He was so quick through the final chicane, and I was much quicker through turn one, but I couldn't get close enough to him. But yeah, mega, mega result. Fantastic, fantastic day to go on from qualifying yesterday to bring that home. Good for me and the Power Max Racing team. the number three board down in Park Fairmate. Where is he? He's over having a chat to Flash and giving his helmet over to to the team for safekeeping. Have a quick word with uh, Christian Dick, the 
team boss has come over. He says, come here, come here. I want a hug. Um, and quite right, too. Rory, your role continues as well. This is superb. In my hair out of place. You looked at my hair there. That's in a funny way. Um, <laughs> I might have done A little you. bit, isn't it? Um, it's, oh, it's going great. And, uh, you know, I sat down with Christian there uh, before the race and we're like, right, we've showed we've got the speed. Now we just need to, to piece together a weekend. Um, and uh, that's the plan. You know, we've got a, a good start. Got up to third. I was really pleased with how the car was feeling. And um, I was happy to, to sit in third. It was, uh, it was great. Tell us about the, the, the restart, because obviously that's always an opportunity. Gordon went early, didn't he? He did, he did. I was kind of watching him. I was watching him and, and yeah, keep an eye on him, keeping an eye on the safety car. And, and yeah, he went and they probably pulled a little bit of a gap on me. I might have been napping a little bit. Well, uh, your hair's fine now. Thank you, guys. Because you've got a cap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very good. There we go. ITV are back after the break. So uh, the next thing you'll hear from me will be the podium. That's coming up next. Thanks, Alan. Yep, so great to hear from the top three from the first of our Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship encounters of the day. That's round 25. We've got round 26 and 27 to look forward to, but it's Shedden, Lloyd and Butcher who will be for the podium uh, with Alan very shortly indeed. And, of course... Uh, The next race comes up for the touring cars at 2.35 and that will be the final action of the day as well, around about 5.20. So get yourselves ready uh, for those, but there's plenty of support action to come as well between and now and then. And the next of those will be for the Janetta Junior Championship, uh, which uh, have not been out today so far. As we said, very busy day yesterday, bit of a lie-in today, but they're back out now for the third and final race of the weekend. We'll take you through uh, how the grid lines up and, of course, we'll have the podium to come uh, very shortly as well. So we'll get through everything we need to get through and then we'll be good to go uh, for the race just before we head into our lunch break, which, again, is not too far away as well. So the entry list for this can be pay, uh, found in your page of the programme, number 53. And with that, you can find the space for a grid. And the grid lines up after the finishing positions from yesterday's second race. So it's going to be number 70, Aston Miller, who starts from pole position. Alongside him is going to be number 48, which is that of Liam McNeely. So 70 and 48 make up your front row. Row two then has number 46, which is Robert DeHaan, and 18, Seb Hopkins. 46 and 18 is row two. Row three, then we'll see number 10, which is Josh Rowledge, and 23, Harry Reynolds. So 10 and 23. The fourth row then lines up with number 35, which is Callum Voisin, and 30, Will Jenkins. 35 and 30. Then back from then, we see row five, which is number 88, Joe Wheeler, and 33, Max Dodds. 88 and 33. Then to the sixth row where we see number 81 Zach Meakin and 62 Freddie Tomlinson 81 and 62 uh, row 7 then sees number 41 which is Ed Pearson and 49 Maurice Henry 41 and 49 to row number 8 it's then going to be number 94 which is Jacob Hodgkiss and 72 Sonny Smith 94 and 72 back to row 9 it's 47 Akil Alibi and 14 Josh Miller 47 and 14 and then inside the top 20 on row 10 93 Max Hall and 24 Jamie Osborne 93 and 24 back from then we have number 12 which is James Higgins and 71 Fergus Chalmers 12 and 71 Row 12 then lines up with number 50, Adam Brown, and 77, AJ Rock, 50 and 77. Row 13 is number 13, Hayden Chance, and 11, Ian Aguilera, 13 and 11. The 14th row, number 78, Jack Sherwood, and 95, Joe Warhurst, 78 and 95. And the final place on the grid should be number 37, which is Luke Watts. So 29 starters. Again, this is the biggest grid we've had so far this year for the Janetta Junior Championship. So brilliant to see so many youngsters out there all ready to go 
for this weekend and potentially uh, the last weekend as well with plans maybe to look at what's happening in next year's championship for them to join it. So a little bit of a, a tester in these last few rounds for a few of the uh, newcomers, but uh, great to see so many juniors out there uh, doing a grand job and giving us some great races as well. And I can tell you that the Janetta Junior Scholarship for this year uh, is back once again. It's going to have its uh, 12th consecutive season. Uh, that is going to be at Blyton Park on the 5th to the 7th of November. Uh, so that's just in a, a month or so time. Uh, the winner for that gets a fully funded season in this championship for 2022. So it's a mega prize uh, worth entering if you're a, a youngster between 14 and 17 years of age. Uh, the prize does include a season entry, uh, the use of a Janetta G40 for the season, uh, along with professional car preparation, uh, with an experienced team within the championship as well along with insurance season supply of race tyres and fuel uh, and a Janetta branded race suit as well so there's a lot of uh, things that you can win out of that uh, scholarship and it, it all adds up there's a lot of money there so do get involved if you're a youngster and you want to get involved in racing uh, how it happens well there's two qualifying days there's about 30 drivers per day taking part in driving uh, media assessments along with fitness and all the rest of it just to make sure you're up to the standards uh, then after that you have the final day which is the 20 uh, drivers which are the most promising they return for further driving and media assessment and then of course out of that we get uh, a winner and that prize is awarded to them uh, all you need to be you need to be uh, born uh, this is quite uh, quite sad actually because looking when I was born uh, and when you need to be eligible to uh, 